Welcome to Both Sides of the Bunk Bed, the podcast about being teens, living cross-culturally, and trying to love Jesus while we do it. We're your hosts, Eden and Maddie, and in today's episode, we're talking about who we are. Let's get started. Hey, Eden. (laughs) Hey, Maddie. Welcome Welcome to our podcast. I can't believe this is happening. We've been working on this for three three months, two months? Two Two months, months, I think. Two months. Almost three, I guess. Like, we got the idea in April. Yeah. And it became a reality in, like, mid-May, and then Probably about last week when we got our (laughs) website, we finally got... um, Red Circle. Red Circle. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the listeners who are listening (laughs) out there. Um, In this first episode, we wanted to talk about who we are, because we thought that would be a good way to introduce ourselves to you and yeah. give a little example we of who we are. We definitely want this platform to be something that's personal, mm-hmm. so we thought that by talking about ourselves first, we'll al- just allow for that kind of connection. And we also wanted to be very conversational, so you'll notice us going back and forth and um, adding on to each other's stories. Hopefully it's not too confusing. So, <clears throat> should we talk about how we met? Or Yeah, or do you want to go ahead and start with who just a little introduction of who you are? Okay, um... I'm Eden. Uh, <laughs> shocker, I know. Uh, I'm 15 years old. I live in East Africa, and I am super passionate about acting. I love speech, public speaking a lot, and I think that's mm-hmm. influenced like what I want to go into. What about you? Um, yeah, I'm also 15. I'm a freshman, um, and I also live in East Africa. I love music and bass. I play string bass, or electric bass, I guess. And I'm also really into art, writing, and drama as well, which is something that we share. And also, it's influenced who I am, and I want to go in, I want to go into art, you know, like, make that my career. Yeah. Which, people always seem kind of confused when I say that, because I still think there's this stigma of having art as a career being, like, you're yeah, broke. <laughs> it's true. They like and, picture like you with the like one of those little canvas things standing on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I got a weird reaction. I'm kind of going off on a rabbit trail, okay. but I got a weird reaction a few days ago when I said I wanted to be an art major. Someone was like, "Oh, well, are you gonna have a Lamborghini then?" And I was like, "That's not common. Normally, people picture me as like <laughs> I don't know some like down and out artist, but then they're like, oh, everyone wants to go into these rich majors.'" <laughs> No, no. Yeah. I mean, but. for me, I grew up always wanting to be a teacher. Like, I really love history, and so that was something that I was like, oh, I want to I wanna be a history teacher. And I really loved, like, my teachers that I had. Mm-hmm. I was homeschooled for a while, so I liked even, like, having that personal connection, even though that's always hard. Yeah. But I think, like, as I've gotten older and just kind of become, like, more of myself and figured out who I am, that has changed a lot into wanting to do more of, something that is in leadership or specifically that deals with a lot of people. And most recently, I've been looking into organizational leadership so that I can go into companies and businesses and just, like, help them restructure, I guess, and to have, like, the most effective leadership, which, quite contrary to (laughs) the stereotypes of being an artist, is a high-income-making, yeah, has a really high salary. And is kind of known for that, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do you want to go on to how we met? Because <laughs> that's a funny story. <laughs> so we go to school together, mm-hmm. and, um... We're in the same dorm. Yeah. I have been here for three years, 
So last year, at the end of the year, we got a list of all the new people who would be coming. And one of those was me. Yes. <laughs> it like says the nationalities. So I saw Maddie on the sheet, and I was like, wow, she sounds cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did the stalkerish thing and looked her up on Instagram <laughs> and found what I thought was her. I was like, oh, I don't know. But I, t- follow- I asked to follow her. And, and then he- texted me. And I was at a sleepover with a bunch of my friends where I live, and I just got this text from this random Eden, and I was like, oh, you know, uh, one of my other friends have already went to this school, and I was like, oh, do you know her? And she was like, oh, maybe, like, she seemed, she's really nice, I just never talked to her. <laughs> and it was like, oh, hi, I'm Eden, I wanted to get to know you, we're gonna be in the same dorm next year. And I was like, okay. And I had this thing where I was super terrified of getting, like, catfished, I guess. Because I was, like, (laughs) I I was terrified. I was, like, I'm going to, like, this is going to be a hacker. Like, I'm going to, I don't know, something, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. But anyway, so I texted back, and we had this really awkward, like, two-day conversation. It was super short. It was, like, six texts, like, back and forth But, like, over, like, three days. Yeah. And it was, like, oh, where do you live? Oh, cool. (laughs) Well, see you at school. Yeah. So then <clears throat> we get to school, and I was this nervous new kid who... Yeah. I really I really just wanted to, like, be a cool new kid and have everyone like me, but I, I don't know what I was doing because that also, wasn't what happened. <laughs> for at our school, because it's a boarding school, new students come a few days earlier just mm-hmm. to get, like, oriented and things like that, and so their parents can help them move in and things like... So she was already settled in, already, like, found her roommate and all that kind of thing. And so... Where I saw her at some point, I don't know, when she came in, I was like, oh, I think that's her, but there's no way I'm going to be the first one to say something. And I, for some reason, like, I'm a pretty social person, I feel like. Yeah. Usually I can you're initiate... More of, you're more of the extrovert yeah, between definitely. us. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And I feel like I can usually initiate conversation, but I saw her and I was like, that's her, I don't want to go talk to her. So we had this, I don't know, probably like the next day at some point, mm-hmm. we had this awkward, like, meeting where we ran into each other and we're like, oh... Hey, you're Maddie. You're Eden. Do you are you a hug person? And like gave each other hugs. Yeah, and it was like, it was super awkward. Like I put my hand out, and then I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I'll give you a hug because we're gonna be in the same dorm. And then I was just like, okay, I don't really know you. I don't really want to know you at this point. I kind of just want to go sit in my room because that's what I do. <laughs> and I don't know, which is really funny looking back on it now, as we're with the roommates now. And really good friends, looking back on that such awkward yeah. encounter. And now, when I see you, it's, like, so natural to give yeah. you a hug or just, like, hi, like, how Catch are up. you doing? So. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I remember we were, first term, we were, um, like, down, like, they were down the hallway from me. And I would just go in there and, like, sit in her room. And she was rooming with someone else. And I would just go and sit in there, and I totally thought that she was very, like, standoffish, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I just assumed you didn't want to be friends with me. It's <laughs> funny because... Even though I was just sitting in there. <laughs> like, over text, I guess I was I was super, like, flowery mm-hmm. and, like, super friendly. And then in person, I think that I can appear intimidating if you don't know me. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, like... Especially because my roommate at the time is, like, my other best, best friend. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like... Oh, those are they're they're the really good friends. Yeah. 
But we found out that Maddie and my old roommate have like super identical stories and that yeah. was super scary. We like yeah, first term I was talking with her old roommate. So pausing <laughs> for a second, our school runs on a year round thing, so if we say terms, it's like semesters. We have three trimesters. Terms, yeah. And because we're a year on school, we go from like September to end of November or like August a, and then we have a break yeah. and then we do like January until the beginning of April we have April off and then um May to no yeah yeah May, May to, to like July, July. So, so instead of having three months of the summer we have our three months throughout the year yeah. so just for now you can <laughs> so there's term one term two two three so yeah some point during term one beginning of the year we um were talking and we found out we have such similar backstories that it's Got, it got to the point where we were kind of scared because it was like we have uh, very similar like birth, and stories. birth stories and uh, family stories and um, we're even from the same area and we relate on a lot of like yeah. cultural like... <laughs> Both of you are kind of in like the wrong grade almost. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be advanced, she's supposed to be behind. Yeah. And we have a lot of the same like passions mm -hmm. and tastes I guess yeah. so it got to this point where even, all like, of a sudden parents, <laughs> even her parents have like the same occupation yeah and so it got to this point where we were like freaking out every day it'd be like whoa no way this again and so I think it almost it got like uh that was also during first term drama which was mm -hmm. the first drama I was a part of like ever and I had <laughs> I had this non-speaking role and I was on stage for one scene and I was a bead seller and I just sat there and sold my beads. Yeah, and, and the thing she was, was this my old roommate and her were like the partners for that. Yeah. They were both the tellers. So. We were both like selling on the side of the road or whatever in this scene. So we like we were never we were always on stage together in this one scene, so and we weren't in any other scene, so we just sit there talking to each other. And we just found all this, all these things, which was funny, because it was like I was getting to be friends with your roommate, and that's how I became friends with you. Yeah. It was, it like, was also hard, because I had a really, not really large, but um, a pretty large part. I was just like, I was a, I was a main <clears throat> character. Yeah. And so I had a lot of stage time, so they had a lot of, like, backstage time together yeah. where I couldn't be with them. And so oftentimes I'd be like, I'd come back after practice or like the next day, they'd be like, oh, remember when we were talking about how this is the same for us? And I'd be like, what? No, did I didn't. this happen? <laughs> yeah. But it was just this weird like mutual friendship that kind of pushed us together. But we realized that as like as different as we are, it's probably better than being very similar because we complement each other in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. I was saying I thought you were talking about my roommate. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, my old roommate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, so, just a little bit about, like, where we're at now. Because we've been in, like, different areas or different like, places and times and growths in our own lives. Mm -hmm. So, I came to this school three years ago. So, I have a pretty, like, developed understanding of, like, the rules and the mm -hmm. people here. And I think it's been really cool to see you who have friends who've gone here. And then, like, come, whereas I w came without a lot of connections and, like, mm -hmm. built my own. And I feel like I really appreciated your connections, even though they were people who were already at our school. Mm -hmm. But, like, having getting to know you has brought me to know other people that are now 
some of my closest friends or yeah. like I don't feel like I need you to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, when did you move to East Africa? It was... I was eight. You were eight. So I moved when I was 11 and we're both 15 now. So I was like, I hadn't been in like in our, in my country for that long. Mm-hmm. And, but it felt like my home. And so it was really interesting coming um, after being in country for three years, four years at that point when I first, when we first came to the school, I, it was like, I was meeting all these people who were like, oh yeah, I was born here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I lived 11 years <laughs> without like yeah. living here. And it's so, it's such a different dynamic. It's true. Really interesting having like, some people who have grown up in this culture and had it become their culture, whereas I'm very split, but I still feel that both yeah. like the states and um, my country are my homes at the same yeah. time. I think it's the same for me because I was like I lived in America for ten years because I moved out when I was eight, but mm-hmm. then since then I've spent two years mm-hmm. in America, like going back to visit family and things like that. Yeah, I guess because of that I spent twelve years in the yeah. states. So I still feel like very split. I think that for me, like Africa, like East Africa especially, is more home just because I have like such a tight community of friends here and like with school and like just my position in the school and like how I'm able to help I feel like mm-hmm. I have a really sense of calling and like leadership and just a really I think a really effective circle of influence mm-hmm. here which for me is super fulfilling as like yeah. my personality <laughs> is something I definitely need but also like American culture is somewhere that I feel like I fit a lot yeah. at least like to an extent like surface culture yeah. so and um there's a lot of overlap especially like at a school like this Mm -hmm. where we have a lot of people from other home countries that are in like similar positions but with their home country so it's like you almost have like your home country Mm -hmm. right whatever your passport country I should say and then wherever you live as your like first two cultures Uh but then you have this culture like this third culture of like Uh, just the school like all these Mm -hmm. people that you've met and yeah and even like the school and because our school has like what 35 nationalities or something in total something like that it's i I think it's more i think it's 60 or something the majority is like (laughs) the majority is american canadian yeah american canadian a lot of english are like european and then like africa and Australian are like and we the have main a lot ones. of Korean and Asian. So many Korean, yeah, a lot of Korean. Some people from China. Some we have a few from like Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. But I think that even that, like, we go to a private school that is like made for people who aren't necessarily like ethnically African, mm-hmm. but there are still African people here. I mean, we are also, like, an English-speaking school, mm-hmm. American system. Like, when we say freshman, we do mean, like, ninth grade, grade yeah. American <laughs> system. And I think even just, like, having so many different cultures is something that shapes us. But yeah. again, like you were saying, like, having our passport country, having the country of location, like, where we live now, mm-hmm. it builds 
us as a person and that is a third culture mm-hmm. there is this like saying or not saying but like a label of a third culture kid yeah which is like a kid who has chosen or not chosen but like become. has become like a separate culture just because of the two, two different cultures. experiences they have and, and um yeah and even though like we all go to the same school we're yeah. all gonna have our own third culture because our experiences are going to be different in our lens and um interestingly enough our I've heard it used, or I've heard like a metaphor used a lot, where your first culture or your passport country is blue, and your country you live in or the general area you live in is yellow. Mm-hmm. So you've become green because you're both of the yeah. things, which is um, obviously. I've also heard it like a chameleon used because yeah. chameleons are generally green if they're happy. Yeah. And like becoming a chameleon because yeah. of mixing those two cultures. And, um, but that's part of the reason why a lot of our podcast stuff is blue, yellows, and greens. Yeah. Is because of that idea. But that's such a huge part of who we are, is all the cultures mixed into yeah. one. When we were talking about, like, what we were going to say in this episode, mm-hmm. it, it was just, like, we cannot go without talking yeah. about the different cultures. Because it's fundamental. Because you can't live in East Africa and, like, forget that you're in yeah. East Africa, obviously it's super modern, like all these things, but you still have to like recognize there, where you are. There are these constant reminders, I think, when you're like, I think when we're when I'm at my not at school at my home, mm-hmm. where I'm just like, yeah, this feels so home, <laughs> and then like it doesn't even um, like I don't even remember that I'm not like I don't think about that I'm in. East Africa, but then all of a sudden I'll just see something that's so yeah. African. In yeah, every or you way. like go out your gate and you're like, oh yeah, little like shops, donkeys. With, like, yeah. <laughs> um. Especially, yeah. Yeah. We'll hear. You'll hear a lot more about that in our um. In later episodes, just talking about like what it's like where we live and, and our stories. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of them. Um and. As- Going off of that, where you said that that's such, like, we can't not talk about it. I mean, a lot of, um, not speaking for you, but I assume it's the same for you. A lot of who I am is, like, what I love, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, music is a huge passion for me, right? Yeah. Let's, and that's, like, let's dive a little bit deeper into our passions. Because yeah. we did, we, like, glanced over them in the beginning. <laughs> but, I mean, you're already yeah. going into it. But, like, let's dive deeper into like, what were you yeah. passionate about? I was just, yeah, I was just going to say, it's, like, I, yeah, obviously music is a huge passion for me, and that's part of who I am, but that doesn't, like, that's not the only thing, you mm-hmm. know, that, uh, like, living here is still a huge part. But, yeah, so, um, as I've mentioned a lot of times, music is definitely a big one for me. I'm in um, our band here, and I, um, it's, I'm, I'm in a wind ensemble, and I play a string instrument, but because we're at um, a boarding school, it's kind of hard to find, like, it's just kind of chance if we have people who will play as instruments. As well as electric bass doesn't necessarily really go with our, like, classical string ensemble. Like, yeah. we have a string ensemble, which is, like, cellos, this upright bass. And violin. Violin and viola. Yeah, but my electric bass doesn't really, really transfer there. So um, when I approached our band director, he put me in as a tuba. So I play a lot of tuba parts, which (laughs) if you have any understanding of music, um, it's kind of funny because electric bass is a whole octave up from a tuba. 
But anyway. As well as, it looks like, I mean, it looks pretty much like an electric guitar with, like, yeah. a longer neck. And tubas are the thing that, like, <laughs> Gigantic Larry in that. plays in VeggieTales. I had someone ask me if I was playing an instrument at a concert because they couldn't see my bass because it was covered by the tuba horn. <laughs> and they were You're like... you just moving your hands I and was head. like, yeah, I'm just sitting up there jamming out. Like, <laughs> of course I'm playing. Um, Maddie is the band's professional backup dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a huge part of who I am. But also, as I mentioned, art and animation... I've, especially in the past, like, year or so, I've really, really gotten into animation and graphic design. <laughs> Sorry, that's our upstairs neighbors. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it, but for us, they're, like, banging, banging on our ceiling. But, um, yeah, so I've, in the past year, I've gotten into art and animation. And, um, not only, like, traditional art, but really into digital art and, um, like, expanding my range of mm-hmm. um, what I use. And that's become something that I'm very, very passionate about. And <laughs> my family kind of teases me because we'll watch a movie and we'll get done. And my mom was like, wow, that's a really good script. And I'm like, wow, that animation. Did you see how they made those buildings turn? I watched I watched Doctor Strange last weekend and I couldn't, I couldn't stop just being like, wow. <laughs> every five seconds and my mom was like just watch the movie <laughs> I feel like we were both like when we watch movies we pick out like certain things that aren't always about the like mm-hmm. the plot or anything especially when it's like you know Doctor Strange is like a movie that we've both seen before because mm-hmm. I mean it's not super recent yeah but like I'm a super big realist which is also probably something <laughs> you should know about me and when I watch movies I'm like ugh that couldn't happen in real life, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of, like, goes into my passion for public, like, speaking mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I have been a part of something called Model United Nations, which has yeah. been super fulfilling for me this year. I was the first fresh, like, our school this year allowed freshmen to be a part of it. It's like a club, I guess, at our school. In a way, it's a class. It's a class. Like, I get a history credit for it because And you take we, it as, like, in a period. And it's I get like, grades and mm-hmm. homework but we also do things outside of class mm-hmm. and outside of class time. So we have a big conference. Um, and just for me, like, being able to solve problems and getting to know other kids from East Africa that are just super passionate about... Changing you know, the world. <laughs> yeah, changing the world. I was a part of the Human Rights Committee. There's, like, multiple committees. And we go in and we, like, look at these world problems and people will present, like, a solution to them. And we, like, vote and talk about them. And I it's a conference where we, like, leave every morning at, like, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I got up at, like, 5.30 for a week. <laughs> and you have to, like, dress super professionally. We went to, like, the U.N. headquarters. And just, I think that, especially, like, I won one of the best speaker awards, mm-hmm. which was <laughs> super cool. Which and, was amazing for me because I was like, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this isn't like a small thing. This is like a almost 2,000 students, like mm-hmm. 2,000 people were there. Not all of them were students who were involved in the program. But like that, I guess be- being in Africa has given me the opportunity to see those issues firsthand mm-hmm. and not just like on the news or something like that, which has really shaped me and my like passion for change and heart just for like making the world 
a better place, which is yeah. so cheesy. <laughs> but but it's, it's such a passion yeah. for you. Like, that's... Definitely. Like, you see a problem and you yeah. just want to do something about it. Yesterday, <laughs> we were talking about one of our history classes where, like, our teacher isn't super observant and how a lot of other kids will be, like, playing video games while we're supposed to be taking notes on our computers. And I'm like, oh, you guys play video games? I'm reading the news. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was analyzing, um, you know, the Trump administration changes and <laughs> just things like that. In the middle of history class. Yeah. yeah. That so, makes sense. That's, yeah. Um, and then... Um, something that we're, I think we're both, something we can both agree on is drama. <laughs> we should talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Our um, school, so like we said, we have three terms. Mm-hmm. So first term, we do a really large production. So this year we did Around the World in 80 Days. An adaptation of it, which was yeah. very fun, even if I didn't speak at all. Yes, it was steampunk. Just yeah. It was a steampunk ad- adaptation, which was Let hilarious. Let that <laughs> settle with you. So we had and like... one of my, yeah. well... Obviously, Eden was a uh, main character, but one of my really, really close friends was the main character, mm-hmm. and that was really fun seeing him just <laughs> yeah. on stage, because, yeah. And then the third term, they do a lot smaller plays called One Acts, mm-hmm. and they usually do, like, two or three. This term, they're doing three, but the third is, is going to... staff one act, <laughs> so. which is going to be... But, yeah, um, so this third term drama... We're both um, pretty large. We're in two different um, plays, and we're both pretty large. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> main character. Maddie is like the female love interest in and the main the one. Main, yeah, and then I am like essential to the plot, but not really a big speaking. And not character. a lot of stage time as much. Yeah. But it's been really fun to get to know our casts, and mm-hmm. because it's something like being new, I didn't. When you do homeschool for four years, you don't have a lot of drama chances. But I was such a dramatic person, and when I, like, I was like, I'm definitely going to try out for drama. Like, I know I'm going to do this. And then, I don't know, I just, it was kind of funny coming, and the first role I got was, um... No one speaking, bead seller. (laughs) Yeah, in one scene. Which I was like, okay, like, I'm going to love this, I'm going to... It's going to be fun. And it was super fun. Plus, our director said that you guys, in a way, like, stole the show in the background just being super convincing and realistic. (laughs) But the thing was, was I loved it so much, (laughs) and it was such a small role. And whenever I talked to, like, Eden or someone else who had, um, who was in drama, yeah, I would be like, yeah, you know, I'm really passionate about this. And then I was like, well... But, like, I'm the smallest character, and I don't really have much to talk about. Like, and so it's been so fun, like, coming from that into third-term drama, where I'm, like, on stage a lot and have a lot of lines. I think it's affirming to say that, or, like, to show that now that because you have a big character, it just kind of shows that there wasn't, like, a fart, um... (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't a part that, like, really fit your acting abilities and personality, like, Mm -hmm. in first-term. But it has nothing to say that you're not a good actress because <laughs> now you're like a main character and yeah. doing so well and like helping your cast stay focused and stuff like <laughs> Which that. Which is a struggle. We have the larger cast and yeah. There's is 16 and they have a lot. I feel like yours is upperclassmen heavy. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of juniors and, and they have seniors. a few seniors. And then my we have cast a lot of juniors in our play has mainly 
10th uh, and 11th grade, so like sophomores and juniors, and I think that's been really, and they've both been just so different and really good for us and such a great fit. I just, yeah, they're very different plays as well, mm -hmm. even though they have some like characters that share traits. Mm -hmm. I think that this term is going to be one of the first plays that I'm going to be like, super sad it's over yeah because there's there's a bittersweetness always when you finish a production because but... you get to the point by the end where you're like i'm ready to be done like yeah we've been doing this i just want to perform like an and hour like... and a half every day of yeah. my life <laughs> yeah which is so fun but it's tiring and mm -hmm. it takes up time but yeah i would agree Especially because I didn't even go to the cast party first term. I was like, no one's going to notice I'm there. <laughs> yeah. And just having it be like, my cast is only 10 people. Yeah. It's like tiny. And, and even with 16. Even with 16, like in comparison to first term, which was like 30 or something mm -hmm. like that. We also had a lot of very small roles in the first term. Yeah. But we had a bunch of extras. Yeah. But in, in this one, it's like everyone at least has a line, even if you only have three lines. Yeah. But... It's it just, I don't know, with a smaller group of people, you just get to know them better. And, but. like, as much as I love you, and obviously, like, our friendship is great, but mm -hmm. not being in the same play mm -hmm. has allowed us to really get to know other people, which I'm super grateful. I mean, one of my other best friends is in my play. Mm -hmm. He's, like, the main character. But, so, like, another one of my really good friends who's in it is leaving this year, and mm -hmm. so it's been really good to just have sweet time with her. And in, our, in the play, our characters are really good friends, so we have all these, like, sweet like, hugging moments and just together moments, yeah. and I'm just... It's nice it's to have it, that. Yeah, it's a lot sadder, I think, for me, because I'm like, aw, <laughs> she's gonna... leaving! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, like, the other thing I love about drama is not only the acting part where I'm, like, on stage and there are the lights mm -hmm. and, and you're in character, but also, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff, like, mm -hmm. me and three other of my cast members, every time we have the chance when we're all backstage, we play a game of cards. <laughs> we play up and down the river, which is this, I don't know, it's this random great game. But the problem is, is that we'll get in the middle of the game and one of us will almost miss our cue. And so we'll be like slamming down cards and then running on stage. <laughs> and it's just those little moments that make it yeah, so worth it. We have these, in our cast, we have a joke of like, who can dance, like, we have dance battles across the stage, so from either wing, you, like, make eye contact with someone and then do a dance. <laughs> it's usually, like, super stupid or Random just, like, silly, dances. I don't know. But just, I think, like, things like that are things that I'm always going to remember, yeah. and I think, like, as memorable as two nights of performing is, mm -hmm. but there just there's so much more time that you spend in rehearsal, mm -hmm. so yeah. I think that. Another big part of who we are is our faith mm -hmm. and so I don't know if we want to talk about that for a little bit yeah um yeah so um especially since coming to a boarding school where you're not with your parents and you kind of have to make your own way you know that sounds so like but I We're related We're not. <laughs> yeah we chose to come here <laughs> we have I relate it a lot to college for people who mm -hmm. have never gone to a boarding school because it's a very similar thing where it's like you're you like you get dropped off, you say goodbye, and then you're just kind of on your own for the first time. And even being like freshman, it is freshman in high school. <laughs> it um it you really need to learn to be independent both in general but also in your faith. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've really been learning to do because um I yeah, it's just something that you if you don't put time and effort or even just 
like, if, even if you just don't, like, think about it, you just slowly fall out of Yeah. Having... Our school is super busy, especially because we're at boarding school. They try to keep us in activity so that we're not, just like, sitting around. sad yeah. or just sitting, especially in the first few weeks. So it's really easy to just not, like, even, like, in your heart, like, want to know God more. Um, I mean, I know we already kind of said this, but we're Protestant Christians. Yeah. Just <laughs> for some <laughs> reference. Um, but, like, to want to know Christ more, but just you, and not even, like, intentionally trying to, like, turn away. Mm-hmm. But you just get caught up, like, yeah. doing all the other things that are good, like, doing your homework, being involved in your class. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in leadership, like, doing that kind of things. You're and in band, band and, and drama. all that. And so it's, I looked at it one day, and I'm basically busy from 7 a.m. to basically 6, and then I have homework afterwards. Yeah, 7 so. at night. And then sometimes we have, like, meetings Evening with our band. dorms. Yeah. There's, like, worship on Thursdays, which is, like, can Optional, be good. But, but if you have homework, it's not like you're going to have the opportunity to go to that. And so it's really... It's really, like, it makes those intentional times that you find to pray or read. We're working through a Devo together, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a later episode, um, more on this. But just finding time to really be intentional about your faith. And And I... Sorry. (laughs) Um, Um, One of the things that I think really made our friendship just spiral into, like, depth really quickly is just that we have the same desire to really know Christ. A lot of our friends are, I guess, nominal Christians or, like, they believe in the Bible, Mm -hmm. but they aren't necessarily, like, actively pursuing their faith. Yeah. And so finding each other and especially being roommates, like we said, we're going through devotional together and just being able to have that accountability Mm -hmm. has, like, definitely just, like, because we've only known each other for less than a year, you know? (laughs) Like, I I think it's, it's almost 10, but... yeah. Still, like it's a it's yeah. an accountability thing. I think Definitely. you're exactly right. It's yeah, and, and I think, yeah. In certain areas, I reach a depth with you that I haven't reached with people that I have known for three years or mm-hmm. more. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why we are doing this together, together and not yeah, and not on our own or with another person. Yeah, um, but yeah. So we'll talk about all of these things. I think in yeah. further episodes. Um, but I think that's a pretty good um, yeah. introduction to who we are. So, so I guess as like a kind of closure, we are two 15-year-olds who... <laughs> Recording in our dorm room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally at our desk eating donuts from this morning's <laughs> breakfast. And just we are welcoming you onto our journey in this podcast mm-hmm. as just two separate people. Our whole idea of... Both sides of the bunk bed is just... We're two different people. people. And as much as we're the same, we still have those... That kind of... Radical differences. Top bunk, bottom, like, difference, Mm -hmm. I guess. And just, like, it's... For me, like, the idea is, well, A, we share a bunk bed. But (laughs) we are part of one goal. Like, Mm -hmm. our goal is, I think, the same for this podcast and together and, like, in life, I guess. But we show that in very different ways. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave a review and share it. We're a small show, and things like that really help us. If you want updates, feel free to subscribe or follow us on Instagram at Both Sides of the Bunk Bed. We hope you join us next time, but for now, that's all from Both Sides of the Bunk Bed.